0: K U C I the cooch cooch the cooch cooch K U C I the coach coach the cooch cooch K U C I
1: the cooch naked comedy K U C I is on the air. <laughs> yes, yeah, it? yeah. K U C I eighty-eight point nine in Irvine. Eighty-eight point nine in Irvine. Eighty-eight point Irvine. <laughs>
0: Eighty-eight point Irvine, nine times awesome.
1: Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you a student there?
0: I am a student there, and I'm the manager of the radio station. Mm-hmm. So, good times. <laughs> we actually played you today. Um, I was doing like a spotlight of AST Records, and we played the Never Not Funny, the Little Drummer Boy.
1: Oh wow. <laughs> cool. We're putting together a CD right now for this year.
0: Oh cool. For the calendar, like bonus or just like yeah, a new album? Um, bonus. Oh, cool.
1: But a, a little more of a bigger production this year.
0: <laughs> how was I um, was doing it last year. It was Mike Furman who produced it?
1: Yeah, Mike. Uh, Mike produced. I mean, you know, the songs were basically like uh, karaoke tracks. Yeah. He, but he recorded it and mixed it and all that kind of stuff. So.
0: And Mike's good at that. Mike's a good good musician.
1: Yeah, he's good. good. He's doing stuff for this year too. So.
0: Awesome. Well, for listeners, has this
1: has this started this interview?
0: Oh, it's been started, oh but <laughs> are
1: you catching all the stuff in the beginning or about um, my phone and all that, or are you editing? I don't all
0: remember. That? I just kind of started it because.
1: Hmm. Okay, let me let me tell you. You gotta reset always in radio. You gotta start <laughs> with saying who you are, who the other person is.
0: Well, I was about to, and then you were like, "Wait a minute!" And then it. Broke all right, let's broke. get that out of the way
1: right now. <laughs> Go ahead. All
0: right, for listeners who don't know, this is Naked Comedy, right now we're talking to Scott Ackerman. How are you doing?
1: You, okay, let me just stop you here. You <laughs> never ask people how they're doing because on the air. it's always boring. Mm. People are always fine.
0: Okay, you know, what if they're not they have, fine?
1: They have a sob story, and you don't want to hear that. Uh, just get right to it. Just always just go. I'm here with this person. What the fuck do you want to say? And then.
0: All right, all right. Let's do take two on okay, that. Take, right, take two. For listeners just tuning in, it's Naked Comedy, and this week we're here with Scott Ackerman of Mr. Show and MTV Movie Award and Fun Bunch and. Comedy Death Ray fame, and we're here right before a Comedy Death Ray show, which is one of the best shows at the UCB Theater. Definitely okay, let me just stop down. you here. <laughs> this
1: is far too long of an introduction. I am so bored right now. I mean, I love listening to my accomplishments, <laughs> but you gotta get to it quicker. Get to it. Okay, so right. start over. Start right, let's over. try. All right, let's take, try three. Take, take three.
0: Take three. All right, right, we're here. It's Naked Comedy on KUCI, and we're here with Scott Ackerman. And we're here right before the Comedy Death Ray show. See, now I fucked that one up. Now we got to do it again. (sighs) All right, so
1: let's start. Okay, so now we're going to start here. Like, this is where we're starting. Okay, listeners, turn on their radio dials or however people work it now. (laughs) And this is the point where we're starting. So they they turn it on, and boom, here we go. You're on.
0: (laughs) We're here with Naked Comedy, and we're here with uh, Scott Ackerman right before Comedy Death Ray show. So Scott, how's it going with this edition of Comedy Death Ray?
1: What? <laughs> oh, you mean tonight show? Tonight yeah. show is a little weird. Uh, I'm trying to figure it out. They're all uh, every once in a while there will be one of these shows where people drop out um, all day, and you have to fill a bunch of spots, and that's kind of tonight's um, show. So, so how
0: yeah. early in advance do you try to book the
1: show? Um, it depends. I try like right now. I'm sort of booked through the end of the year. Um, I just started doing that yesterday oh. um, so I uh, but but a lot of it comes down to the last the oh. day before sometimes
0: so it's a, it's a day of kind of thing? sometimes yeah sometimes. So. so good times and you've been doing it for how many years now
1: oh boy <laughs> um, since 2002 is that right so
0: at the M bar or
1: here you, well M- we started at M bar I think it was 2002. Yeah, wow. so what is it now, 2009, so seven, seven years? Seven
0: years, almost eight years.
1: Yeah, yeah, seven seven years, well it was September 30th, so se- yeah, seven, I was seven, gonna say, a little over seven years. On
0: my calendar it said that the birthday was like last month or the yes, month before. Yeah. It's a good time, did you guys celebrate the birthday?
1: Uh, No, we did not.
0: <laughs> Just let it go. Alright, um, let's move on. So you s- you also have Comedy mm-hmm. Dether Radio now, which started um, recently, this year, right?
1: You know, um, they say in radio, never ask a question to which you do not know the answer. <laughs> um, you know the answer to this.
0: Possibly. But I want to store it in my brain bank.
1: <laughs> yeah, we started May 1st.
0: May 1st. So how's it been going? How is it on indie now that it's internet-only?
1: It's good. I mean, I think the only reason I got the job is because it's internet-only. Um, <laughs> because they don't pay anyone anymore ah. to, to do any of the shows. So
0: You guys are um, like us.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I basically just came in, my friend uh, works there and was the morning DJ and oh. still does a legal radio show, and so he suggested I do the show, because I used to do bits on his morning show, mm. um, and we have been friends for a long time, so he uh, he kind of just hooked it up for me and sold, sold it. I, th- I may have had the idea and came to him about it, and he said, good idea, I can't really remember, he came to me, but... Um, yeah, he just kind of sold it to the program director, and because they don't pay anyone, it was like, oh, free entertainment. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's been going really well. I think we've done 28 shows or so. Um, and they're all
0: on iTunes. All on missing. iTunes,
1: Comedy Death Ray Radio. They've the, no one really listens to it live, mm. um, but a lot of people listen on the podcast. So yeah. that's... Has um, the
0: response been good?
1: Yeah, for the most part, I mean, I still get a lot of people writing to me telling me how much they hate me, (laughs) um, which I guess means it's good, right? Because no one ever cared before, so... Now they know you, now they hate you. They have a feeling towards you. Do you get a lot of people saying they hate you?
0: I get occasional hate mail. I get more, like, constructive criticism slash hate mail, mostly from the ASTers, because that's how they work, and it's good. It's good times. But, um, so how is it doing audio only? Do they,
1: do they ever give you constructive criticism about saying good times? Three times <laughs> in the last five minutes?
0: I, I, the one, one comment that I did get that I've been trying to change is that I say like a lot. And yeah. I've cut it down, especially in the editing room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's no longer a problem unless I'm doing some sort of retrospective like I've done for a few shows where I have mm-hmm. to talk like just into a mic afterwards and then it comes out a lot.
1: I would say you're a little passive.
0: A little passive? You know, you
1: could lean forward a little more, be a little more, like this this voice that I'm doing right now is not my real voice. (laughs) Um, I did a show with Dax Shepard and um, as soon as I went on the air, he was like, oh, you have a radio voice. <laughs> so the voice I'm doing right now is a little more precise and a little more forward because I'm. this is a public appearance. Mm-hmm. So try to get into one of those. Like right now I feel like you're using sort of your normal voice. You need to have a radio voice. You need to lean forward. You need to talk right into that mic. You need to start strong. And uh, just eliminate all that kind of waste of likes and ums and stuff like that. For it, just get right in there.
0: But I mean, okay. So you come out. You have a radio voice now. How did you develop it? Because if I try to do an aggressive voice, a lot of times it just doesn't come out right. Already
1: though, that was better. (laughs) She was leaning towards the mic. She was gesturing toward Mm. it. Um, You sounded good. You sounded strong.
0: Then so I just keep up that energy the whole time. Just keep
1: up that energy. Keep up that energy. Keep the energy going. (laughs) Uh, don't be embarrassed. You know you're a broadcaster. You're someone. You have every right to be on the mic. as <laughs> anyone else, get in there. Just start strong. Okay, go. Hit me with a question.
0: <laughs> oh, see now my energy's dropped. Now oh, I get don't it back. drop it. Get, it back, get it back up. Ah. Get it back up.
1: What do you need to do? Sit right. forward. Between forward. two
0: ferns. Between two ferns. Okay. Here awesome we go. show on Funny or Die. Many awesome shows there, but Funny. But between two ferns, very good. Um, how's it been? Because it's definitely. Gotten bigger production value from what I've read and stuff.
1: Bigger production? That's interesting. What? How would you? Uh...
0: Well, I've just read places that ever since it took off in the beginning, like funnier Die is just 100% behind you, pushing you, loving you, and everything.
1: They've been they've been really good about it. I mean, I, I don't th- I don't think the production value has changed <laughs> one bit. Uh, I
0: noticed some bigger ferns.
1: The ferns change a lot because <laughs> we always buy the ferns the day of, and then they sit on my porch and they die. <laughs> which we made a few jokes about um, in the Bradley Cooper. By the Bradley Cooper one, they were totally, totally dead, and we actually (laughs) shot that one in Las Vegas. Uh. Uh, We normally shoot them in LA, but um, we shot that one in Las Vegas because that's where the hangover junket was, Mm -hmm. and so that's where everyone was going to be. So they, funny or die, flew us out there and um, put us up at the hotel, and uh, I had to drive those ferns over from L.A. to Vegas. <laughs> so I was driving with ferns in the back of my car. To preserve
0: car. the authenticity. Yeah,
1: because we really wanted the joke of the dying ferns. <laughs> Instead of just picking ferns up in Vegas, we wanted the joke Plus, of... Plus
0: Vegas ferns just wouldn't be the same. That's true. The fans would notice. That's so what has the celebrity response been to it?
1: You know, it's interesting. It's it's become almost like a real talk show in a way. Of we get a lot of celebrities asking to be in it when they have a new movie coming out. Um, which is kind of crazy because people have sort of figured out that it's a way to, you know, get a lot of buzz about their movie going. So we've turned down a ton of people. (laughs) Um,
0: How's it been for Zach? Because now people know kind of, or like people will assume that, oh, I know what he's going to do. So that means he has to keep coming with new things.
1: Yeah, we try to differ them. I mean, if you notice the Charlize Theron one, um, we we tried to make that one really different because... We didn't want every single one to be the celebrity coming in and Zach cutting them down yeah. and them being offended. Um, you know, a lot of people actually think that we film them all in the three minutes that they are. <laughs> and they actually, like, they're usually like two hours. We usually tape them oh, about wow. two hours. And then edit it all down. But um, that one was cool because, like, we, we asked Charlize if she would be cool with... Doing it uh, a little different, and and, uh, she was really game for it. Mm -hmm. She was uh, she was fantastic. She like totally got into the mindset of being uh, Zach's biggest fan Mm -hmm. and started coming on to him and all that kind of (laughs) of stuff. The one thing she felt really embarrassed about was at the end. She says she calls him a fat garden gnome, Mm -hmm. and she did not want to say that. She's like, "No, I feel bad. I don't want to say that." And Zach was like, "Please, it's funny. Just say it. I'm not offended. Just say it." it." And that's one of the bigger laughs in it. So.
0: That one I, that was definitely cool because watching it, it definitely seemed like she was trying to be in on the game. But yes. you can never be in on the game with Zach because he has his It own actually days. made him really
1: nervous. <laughs> he, he, uh, because she, he would ask a question. We have like tons of stuff we cut, cut out of all of them. But he would ask a question and she would laugh at it and go, ah, Oh my God, you are the king of comedy. <laughs> oh, gosh, ever since The Hangover, you are the number one <laughs> king of comedy. And it would make him really mad. Like, it would make him genuinely mad. He would go, this is, like, impossible. <laughs> he would, like, break and, like, talk to us and go, this is, like, impossible. You know, it's, like, a really funny game to play. You know, just never answering someone's question, but flattering them. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, so how many more do you have slated to come up, or have you done?
1: We've, we already have one in the can that, as they say... <laughs> Not in the But uh, that's coming out November 17th. And uh, then we're going to shoot probably a couple more for next year. Um, It's kind of just if Zach's in town and if Mm. we have a celebrity. We have one we really want to shoot at his farm for the last one. Can Uh, we give
0: any more clues? Maybe people can put it together, figure out who the person might be. Who the
1: person is for November 17th? It's actually two people.
0: Two people. They have a farm. Or one of no, 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 farm. no. we
1: haven't shot... Oh, no, Zach has a farm. Oh, okay. We, uh... If we ever do a final episode, we're gonna tape it at his farm. But, um... Uh... I don't know what clues I could give you. It's two people who work together currently. Um, who...
0: Are they related?
1: They're not related. They work together. They have a show. They're both on a show together.
0: Network or cable?
1: Network. Um... And that's probably all I can say.
0: Okay. But we'll we'll start putting it together. Yeah. Hopefully.
1: I don't wanna I don't wanna give you a clue that would actually make you go, Oh, I know. Who it is. <laughs> and yeah, then blurt it out to everybody. It's two people, yeah. Okay,
0: two people somewhere on network TV. Yeah. So all right. Hi, this is DJ Intern Sam, host of Nikki Comedy. Thanks so much for downloading this podcast. I go through a lot of work trying to make the interviews awesome ish, and I'm glad that you have chosen to download it. You can also listen to my full show, which includes tracks from awesome new and hidden gem comedy albums, as well as fun guest call-ins and surprises and all sorts of wackiness that we can't put on a podcast. That's every Wednesday night, midnight to 2 a.m. KUCI.org slash naked comedy. Thanks so much for listening to my little spiel, and I will return you now to the interview already in progress. Yay. So let's backtrack a little bit. You're here at the UCB. This is like
1: a Tarantino film. We're moving forwards and backwards through time. Energetic and
0: laid back. Oh, it's all it. kinds of craziness. So backwards in time, put your mind back to when you were just a beginning writer at the Mr. Show. show. Oh. What, is it, what is it like to be here now from there?
1: It seems like a downward move, to be <laughs> honest. Not even a lateral move. It seems like my career has really gone in the shitter. <laughs> I used was, to be on a TV show, and now I'm not. That's. Uh,
0: but now you're on lots of little things that everybody likes.
1: <laughs> instead of one big thing that a lot more it's, people like. Yeah,
0: instead of one big thing that's on like a major network that yeah. people pay for. You've really,
1: you've really let me know that uh, <laughs> you don't think a lot of me. Thank you, <laughs> thank you very much.
0: No, I think that it's great. <laughs> I just think that it's cool that you started there. Like, of all places to like, kind of majorly start. Yeah, that's yeah. a big place to start. What was that like? Like how, that was. No, like, probably like ten.
1: It was ninety-seven. I was working on that.
0: Okay. Um, Twelve years ago. Twelve
1: years ago, and then I did the movie after that, till two thousand maybe. So.
0: Which I will argue is amazing. I love
1: Run. <laughs> I will argue with you <laughs> if you'd like an argument. I'll give you one about that. Uh, it was great. It was. I mean, I was twenty-seven, actually twenty-six. I think when I started. Um, it was fun. I mean it was a great it was a great learning experience. I learned like almost everything about T V production that I know now, I learned on that show. Because uh, they were really great about you know, even though you're just a writer, they were really great about like, hey, sit in the editing room, mm-hmm. have your opinions, you know. you the so
0: tape guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I learned that was actually written for Bob. <laughs> Bob was gonna be that part. Did and he refuse? He didn't refuse, he was just like very magnanimous about it, like, you know what, I really want you to play this part, buddy. And then then I found, I figured out later, oh, he just doesn't want to be naked. (laughs) He's done too many naked parts, and he's kind of sick of it. He's
0: got to move on beyond it. Yeah.
1: Um, It was fun, it was a great experience. I mean, um, it was so great that we thought making the movie would be amazing, and then (laughs) that turned into a horrible experience, so, uh, yeah. I still
0: say the outcome, though, was... Pretty good. I mean, because that kind of show, you can't, you can't really expect to do a movie of it. You know, like the state could never do a movie of the mm-hmm. state. You can't do a movie of Mr. Show. But like, you guys did a good job. I think could it have been
1: good. so much better. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> any. A lot gets blamed on the director, but I'd say only ninety nine percent is his fault. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of it was this, the movie couldn't have gotten made if it was truly like Mr. Show because the studios wouldn't have made it. Like, we had to make a lot of concessions. Mm.
0: Do you think now that it could have been, now it could be made? No. I don't know. I, I
1: don't really know. It's, it's too hard. bad. I mean, I, you know what, I, I've learned a lot more about like, part of the problem was it was so, it's not even low budget. That's what I can't figure out is where all the money went, but I have ideas. But <laughs> It was like $8 million, which is an insane budget. Well, I know Arrested for,
0: Development spent all their money on the car that stair car that was their issue they said that um they had theirs wasn't low budget apparently because of the stair car it cost the studio like some because they didn't buy it they just kept renting it and that's funny so.
1: Yeah, that's like James Zodomian's uh, Maximilian Blanc costume. The guy won't let him buy it. It's like a, its from a costume shop, and the guy won't let him buy it. Oh, he has to rent it every time he has to do that thing.
0: Do you think one day he'll just give it to him as a gift? Like, no. I doubt.
1: No, the guy's a jerk. And I was like, <laughs> why can't you just make your own? But it wouldn't be the same. Yeah. What was I saying? Oh, okay. It was, a, <laughs> but it was kind of a low budget movie. But um, what I've learned is like because. We didn't have a lot of time to shoot every scene. There wasn't a lot of fucking around during mm. the during the shooting. It was always like, come on, let's get this, let's get this. And so, like, those guys are such brilliant actors and improvisational uh, comedians that...
0: You want to let the camera roll.
1: Yeah, it would have been great to have them do a little more messing around. Because my favorite parts in the movie are actually the parts where they're messing around. But, you know, the the script is structured so horribly <laughs> that it's... You know, if we had had just a really simple story and a simple framework, it would have been, it would have been way better. But, um, you know, someday I wish someone would write, like, a book about the making of that movie because <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Lance Bangs, who does a lot of um, videos and stuff uh, and worked on the Jackass movies, he did a lot of behind-the-scenes shooting. But he was never paid by the studio to do it. It was always, like, mm. an understanding that they would pay him for it. And they never did, so he never put any of the footage together. Oh. So there's like a ton of footage of us making that movie that's just kind of sitting there.
0: Well, maybe one, maybe someone, an exec, will listen to this podcast and a light bulb will go off in his head. And I like, doubt that. I should approach Scott about this, finding this lost Not footage. only do I
1: doubt that <laughs> this would spark an idea like that in someone's head, I doubt that they're listening to this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know what happens. I get that's invites true. to the improv. I don't know why. See new people, so they it could be happening. Could
1: be. Don't don't shun I think them. your new radio personality is helping with that.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe that's the problem. Maybe now I'm more into it uh-huh. and more energized. They'll be like, oh, we have to listen now.
1: You gotta keep this going. I this gotta is, keep this, this going. This is dynamite. It's
0: dynamite. Okay, I want to ask you about um, something that came out a while ago. Apparently, at AST Records, um, but before my time at AST Records, being a fan, um, Scott Ackerman's Cuckoo's Greatest Hit.
1: Yes, that can, was.
0: Can you explain?
1: I don't know how many people have it. It's out of print. I have maybe forty copies of it left. But um, it was, it was. I was sitting there at a Kookaru. No, actually, check that. I was sitting at a Baja Fresh one day, and really gentle, <clears throat> easy listening music was playing. Um, and then the people. Uh, giving out the food would get on the mic and interrupt the order or interrupt the music by really loud numbers, (laughs) and I just kind of cracked, made a crack to my friend that, you know, what's more relaxing than easy listening music, uh, interspersed with people shouting numbers (laughs) into a microphone, but it kind of gave me this idea of like, oh, it'd be funny to do a record like that, so, um, uh, my friend John Schrader and I went and did all the voices (laughs) for it, Tall John, who's a writer on, um, Sarah Silverman program, and uh, we did all the voices for it and ju- recorded it in basically like an hour. We did it kind of live, and um, <laughs> then um, yeah, we put it out. Um, I, I basically like I, I we did a we did an anti-war benefit back in two thousand and two, I think, or two thousand and three. Um, that I tried to sell copies of it at, and mm-hmm. no one bought any. Like, we sold a lot of everything else, but we, we didn't sell a single copy of that.
0: Was there political commentary being shouted?
1: <laughs> during, during the show?
0: During the, during the CD? During
1: the CD, no, there wasn't anything like that. But no one bought it, so I just kind of was like, "Oh, I just kind of sat on it." And then I, um, I think I played, or I gave a copy of it to Matt Bell, when he started AST Records, and I said, "Oh, listen to this. Maybe you'd want to put this out. I, I think it's kind of funny." <laughs> and he like wrote me back, was like, "This is the funniest goddamn thing I've ever heard. It's so stupid." <laughs> But, uh, and I gave a copy to my parents, and they do not get it. Like, I, get, <laughs> I gave them a copy for their, they drive, they live in Arizona, and they visit me sometimes, and they drive all the way back. It's like 10 hours. I was wow. like, oh, listen to this on your uh, drive back, and I never heard anything about it. <laughs> and then a few months later, I was like, what would you think of that record that I gave you? And they were like, uh-huh, well. So, I don't know, it's not to everyone's tastes, but. Uh, I
0: think it should be put out again, though. I think it's time for a re-release.
1: Re-release, huh? I don't know if the fans demand it, but who <laughs> can say what the fans want? Oh, okay. Hey. Do you need oh, something? I need to wash
0: them. I need
1: to oh, uh, okay. Thanks. So. Oh. <laughs> um, that's the sign of class when someone says washroom Yeah. bathroom. You know Is what I mean? Gotta, I gotta, I gotta start saying that washroom. It just implies that you're just like washing up. Although I guess it could imply that you're washing your privates.
0: I guess, yeah. I don't, I don't know. There's other. The bathroom just has become the general name, or baño, if you want to be mm. foreign and exotic and stuff. You can are say you like foreign
1: that. and exotic, by the way?
0: No, probably not. Your
1: last name's Varela.
0: I'm Mexican, but I'm not foreign and exotic, oh. or in, in any way.
1: No, Mexican is not <laughs> exotic.
0: No, not here. Maybe, maybe in the Midwest, but not here. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to talk about, to finish up, since you have a show to do, and yes. we are... Keeping the energy going. Keep it going. As long as Finish possible. strong. Finish strong. I wanna know to. and hopefully it's not a sore topic, but the sh- you guys wrote a pilot called Privates. You, yes. and um
1: and BJ. Porter. And BJ,
0: yeah, you guys both wrote one. And as far as I've been able to discern from the internets, it is under discussion. It's not a no or a yes.
1: Well, it's an interesting story. Still? Um We wrote it for last year's pilot season. Uh, or development season, rather, um, and it was an hour uh, drama comedy. So it's it was a procedural, basically mm. about uh, private investigators. And um, script was really good. They really loved it, and it actually got the green light one day, and then about five days later, got the red light. <laughs> Not even the yellow light before <laughs> the red light. Um, and they um, basically the story is they bought something else kind of similar to it that mm. they. Decided they were going to make So If that
0: was Bones I'm going to say that
1: it screwed <laughs> up <laughs> um, So all seemed kind of lost But it was a really good experience Because NBC really liked the script And mm. everyone who's read it Really liked the script And um, it got me a lot of More work and stuff But the interesting part of it Don't worry The interesting part is coming <laughs> um, No the interesting part is NBC just bought it again Oh um, For this year's development season oh, okay. because but they want to turn it into a half hour Oh. so we're currently working on that
0: so it is a green light as of now
1: no I mean it's not a green light in the sense of it's a green light they bought the script again and, oh, okay. and we're rewriting the script oh, okay. but, but basically what happens is in January or so they decide what pilots they're going to actually make mm. and uh, so maybe by then we'll know if they're going to make it or not. Well, um,
0: fingers crossed. I mean, yeah, you were the head writer on MTV Movie Awards, so that has to... Andy
1: Samberg's head writer, not the head writer. Oh, the Wikipedia Live There is a maybe. difference.
0: There's a di- What's the difference? The
1: difference is, um, there was another guy, Jordan Rubin, who's a funny dude, who was in charge of the show, basically, like, doing all the intros and and uh, some of the comedy pieces in there. Basically, anything Andy did, I was kind of in charge <laughs> of the team. Yeah. That's the difference.
0: Well, in my mind, you're still head writer on that. It's good times. So, um, last thing, I just want to say that um, you were part of the apparent TwitFlix scandal earlier <laughs> yes. this year.
1: Basically, all you've done is read my Wikipedia page.
0: No, but then I get like little nuggets of joy from you, and then that would okay. make it interesting. Um, By the
1: way, if you're updating my Wikipedia page, <laughs> there's some nuggets in here. You've <laughs> got to include...
0: Include the nuggets.
1: Yeah. That's the whole point of this. Basically, I have to be in charge of my Wikipedia page because (laughs) no one else is going to do it. And that seems to be the number one place that people go to for information about me. So I don't want... And they
0: just made it accessible for the iPhone. So now it's even more.
1: Well, you know, like anytime you go into a a meeting with a producer or something, normally they'll go to IMDB before Wikipedia and they'll just go, So you did this, did this, did this. To kind of get a sense of who you are, but now they go to Wikipedia because it gives a broad, more broad like sense of so you. So I kind of got to keep it updated. Is that
0: why the... your new wife is listed on there?
1: No, I didn't do that actually. Someone,
0: <laughs> someone decided to go in. Yeah, and someone. List it. No,
1: there there are people who update my page. Ah. But um, the bulk of it I have to do, in order to keep it uh, accurate.
0: Accurate. Yeah. Well. Do you think there's gonna be any more scandals like that coming up in the future? Gosh, I
1: hope there will be some scandals. <laughs> I love scandals.
0: Cause that was that was awesome. That was great. I, ever since then, I've tried to start doing that. I mm. did it for a dance movie or dance flick, whatever that was. Ah. Whatever random movies go to, and people seem to enjoy it, which means they'll enjoy yours much more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've tried to get another one going. Actually, uh, my friend produced the movie Wolverine, and we were trying mm. to set up a uh, an advance screening of it like a couple days before it came out where we would do it and it never came through and I uh, we've just never found the right movie to do we we all went to um, Final Destination 3D <laughs> and we were considering doing it during that but we've but it's it's gotta be the right thing
0: well New Moon is coming out soon so
1: New Moon that would be great might go to that on Thanksgiving again <laughs> um Actually, Michael Jackson's "This Is It" would have been really good. <laughs> Although um, there's not a lot of crazy plot in that.
0: I feel I feel like a little bit afraid to go see that because he didn't intend for that to be like aired to people, except maybe on a DVD extra. So right. I'm not sure what I'm gonna see. If I'm gonna like
1: it. You'll probably see a full-grown pedophile dancing around and talking in a fake high voice.
0: And and acting like there's a giant crowd when there's one cameraman yeah, clapping exactly. in the background. That's what I don't want to see. I don't want to see that giant stage show and then, like...
1: From what I hear, <laughs> the whole movie leads up to, like, we're going to put on these shows! And then it never mentions that he dies. It just kind of ends.
0: It just kind of fades
1: off. It's, it's just kind of like, yay, we're doing it! We're putting on these shows in three days! Fade into white. Credits. <laughs> well, what happened? Where? What happened to the shows? What happened to that guy? It just, like, kind of presupposes you all know Michael Jackson died.
0: <laughs> it's just the Thelma Louise story turned into a Michael Jackson concert movie mm-hmm. pretty much so last words before you go off and do another comedy death ray show
1: yes let's get them out last words last words yeah last looks last let's do looks. it here we go last gestures yes say your last words
0: i'm asking you your last word
1: i don't have any last words you're <laughs> the one who's supposed to have last words we're wrapping
0: up i said what are your last words all right
1: here we go <laughs> i think that this is an exciting new time for naked comedy we've kind of jumped over a hurdle here with your radio personality we've we've you've really come into your own you know and i i am happy to be the first guest on the new naked comedy
0: the new naked comedy
1: you know i'm happy to be there to sort of shepherd you through and (laughs) and really make sure that uh you're out there as a dynamic performer because that's what you have to be now you have to be a dynamic performer you have to diversify (laughs) you know you got to get your fingers in, in a bunch of different pies so look for me uh, at comedydeathray.com. Look for me at Google.com/slash/search/equals/scott plus ockerman. <laughs> um, we got the uh, the radio show, Comedy Deathray Radio. We got calendars coming out. We got a Christmas CD coming out. We got our big benefit, December fifteenth. You got to come to comic book next year. Oh, yeah. You know, let's get it all going. Let's you know, come on.
0: Any, any updates on the comic book before we go? Nothing. Nothing? It's still happening, though.
1: Still happening. haven't started on it yet.
0: Artwork. No. Getting ready. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time. Thank you. Joining us. Coming back to your Orange County roots. Yeah, that's Deanna right. On the radio. Good times. Any, any words for your Orange County friends that may or may not still be there?
1: I think I've said enough.
0: <laughs> All right. Hi, this is DJ Intern Sam, host of Nikki Comedy. Thanks so much for downloading this podcast. I go through a lot of work trying to make the interviews awesome-ish, and I'm glad that you have chosen to download it. You can also listen to my full show, which includes tracks from awesome new and hidden gem comedy albums, as well as fun guest call-ins and surprises and all sorts of wackiness that we can't put on a podcast. That's every Wednesday night, midnight to 2 a.m., kuciorg slash Naked Comedy. Thanks so much for listening to my little spiel, and I will return you now to the interview already in progress. Yay. K-U-C-I, the cooch, cooch the cute the K-U-C-I, the cooch, cooch the cute you K-U-C-I, the cute
1: Naked Comedy.